What's going on, moms and dads? We are live at halftime Sunday night. Fade You podcast recapping week four in the NFL. Matthew James here with Chris Duke. How you doing, Dad? Just uh, hoping we can get back to two and two with the Bucks, Dad. It's gonna be a gonna need a wild second half. Yeah, not a not a great day for you. If the sports books are possibly having a losing Sunday, then you, Chris Duke, are probably not having the best day. Why? Why is that? Why? Why is? Why is your success correlated with the sports book success? Explain that to people. Yeah, it's hard to pick and choose. We say this with the contest. There's going to be a week or two when there's just straight chalk. And uh, there wasn't. there's a few dogs that covered today, but it seemed like even the dogs that covered, like you and I were talking about, um, or the faves, uh, a lot of people uh, were on the Raiders and that one-point dog, the Cardinals destroyed, and um, Titans were kind of a popular dog. So in the, the popular teams, then you got the Eagles and the Chargers and all those teams that are favorite road, uh, you know, faves and home phase, you know, it's just not going to be a, a profitable day. Do you want to shout out your, uh, your Cowboys guy from the bar earlier? Yeah. Or the, the Packers people that were uh, just absolutely stoked about their Packers. Uh, it's fine. We like those fans cheer that have no money on it. They, don't, they didn't lay the nine. Maybe they had a money line parlay with the Packers in it, which came survivor. Yeah. Maybe they had a survivor pool. I don't know. So let's talk about this Sunday night game. It's pretty wild. Um, Talk about the, the popular teams kind of coming through for the public today. We saw Minnesota cover in London. Everybody in the contest saw Minnesota. Number one consensus Saw Dallas cover probably one of the most public sides of the week. You saw public sides come through in Tennessee, you, um, Philly, Chargers, afternoon, Arizona, Raiders, and the Chiefs, very public side despite the line moving towards the Bucks. Now, the total in this game is 47 and a half, and it's at 45 at halftime. Can you explain to people who are are trying to become better betters and you don't want to piss away good days and second half bets? Why is this a snap call under second half? Yeah, it's typically with the college because you don't get as many of these as pro, at pro. Um, but yeah, you've got the total at 45 and then the second half total is 26. When you do the math, you add that up at 70, uh, 75, right? Don't ask me to do math. On 70 something. And then when you take it away, uh, typically if it's over 20 something uh, from the original, which it is obviously if you go um, 70 minus 20 back down to 50. So you're you're looking at the, the value. That's uh, our boy shot to Josh Applebaum. Um, when there's more than 20 to 25 points of value on the total, you have to take that. You and I did that uh, this afternoon with the Raider game. They scored like 30-something. The total was low 40s, and uh, that came through for us. So, yeah, we'll probably be taking I'm going to probably do the under right now. 
you're right. We did do this earlier with the Broncos and Raiders. I think we had 32 points in the first half. Was it 16, 16 at halftime? Does that sound right? No, I think it was 1916, right? 1916. So we had 35 in the first half. And then I think the second half total was like 23, something yeah. like that. And that and we saw three, 45 full. Yeah. yeah. So. And we saw three points in the third quarter. So things happen in the first, like there's some really fluky stuff that happened in this first half. I mean, the Bucks fumble the opening kickoff and Kansas City scores a touchdown a minute into the game. Like most of the time you're not fumbling away the opening kickoff. That's a pretty fluky thing that happens in NFL games. Brady gets stripped and setting up another short field for the Chiefs. So one of the reasons we love football is because of some of the wild bounces and some of the variants, and and that really is what happened in this first half here. So you kind of just expect – I mean, if you're, if you're going to hammer this second half under, Chris, you're just expecting things to really just settle. Yeah, exactly. Like you said, there's some, some fluky shit. Short fields, there probably should have been 14 to – to 17 less points, which would still, even that would, would put them in the high twenties. So it'd be still be pacing over, but um, even then, yeah, let's look for it to regress. And I mean, this, this second half total is sitting here at 26 now. So people might think, Oh, the bucks are going to be in comeback mode. Of course, second half is going to go over. Well, the flip side of that is you're going to have the Chiefs trying to probably put drives together and keep the ball away from Tampa Bay. I don't know if the Chiefs are going to be trying to race up and down the field and score. So we'll see what happens. Could it go over? Could this end up being like the Seattle-Detroit game earlier? I guess where you have like a 41-38 yeah. final, but more often than not, that's not going to happen. So what we like to say on our show is just – Try not to bet what you just saw. People just saw a really, really high-scoring first half. People are going to assume, oh, my God, they're going to continue 45 points in the first half, give me the second half over. And, and you just be really, really careful with that kind of betting because that can get you into some trouble for sure. But, Chris, let's talk about some of the other things we saw today. I know the, the Cowboys and Commanders result was really disappointing for you. Do you want to talk about your takeaway from that game? It's Carson Wentz a no bet going forward for you. Yeah, but I'm so fucking stubborn. I'll probably do it next week um, against the Poopy Titans. But uh, no, yeah, there's a lot of a lot going into it today. I saw a lot. You and I were talking a lot of flags, a lot of penalties, a lot of turnovers, and uh, you know, so uh, we'll see. They they were on the unfort. They had two picks that called back with with uh, you know flags so uh, but the cowboys outplayed them so that was on the wrong so you'd hope that that poopy road division dog would be the right side but it wasn't and uh you know you just you just move on and uh you guys had the right road division dog in the titans good shit well chris you say that the cowboys outplayed them i mean i guess 25 to 10 but let's peel back this box score a little bit Washington outgains Dallas 297 to 279. Washington has 17 first downs to Dallas 15. Both teams five for 15 on third down. Washington wins the time of possession 33 minutes to 27. Difference in the game, Dallas four penalties for 20 yards. Washington 11 for 136. 
So you have give them the a, mist. a football field and a half. Huh? <laughs> so you had the missed interceptions that are called back from penalty, like you said, and you have Washington just hemorrhaging penalty yardage. And so this maybe is a little bit of a misleading box score where Dallas has now covered two in a row for people against NFC East teams. Washington has now three straight, is it three straight non-covers after winning week one? Yeah, and I think uh, Cowboys have three straight now because remember the, the Bengals won before the, giant, the yep. Monday night one. Yeah. So let's keep an eye out for these teams' stocks. to. I mean, Dallas's stock is going to continue to rise and everybody's going to want them next week as a dog against the Rams and Washington. No one in the world is going to want to bet Washington next week. And they're going to be home for the Titans who just pulled off a road upset at Indianapolis. Scary, but you got to feel like Washington is going to be the right side, right? Yeah. And uh, you and I have the Niners tomorrow night. So if they handle the Rams and they don't look good, uh, everyone's going to be down on the Rams and high on the Cowboys. Might be a look ahead for a trendy dog, huh, Matt? Quite possibly. A couple other ones I want to point out. Uh, I took a loss on the Jaguars today. That was really unfortunate. They get a they get a quick defensive touchdown. They go up fourteen nothing in the game. They allow twenty nine unanswered points to go down twenty nine fourteen. They score. They lose by. They end up losing by eight. They actually get the ball back with a little over a minute left and uh, Trevor Lawrence on the first play fumbles. Uh, Trevor Lawrence commits five turnovers today in the rain. That's pretty bad. And I still don't mind that bet. I feel like if I'm turning it over that much over and over and over again, going up the field, that's just, that's just bounces going against me. Like you, that's going to happen. You can't, you can't hate that. Yeah, yeah, they looked good. I can't believe that they did that. The twenty-nine answer. I could, it felt like every time we looked up at the TV, huh, Matt? I was like, wait, he just fumbled again. He just fumbled. It's like hold on to that thing. <laughs> so, at what point do you sell Philly? Talk about three straight covers, four and zero. Now they go to Arizona next week. That'll be uh, interesting. We talked about that one today. Is it a buy? By low spot. I mean, they're not the Cardinals. I think people are still a little low on them. Um, sell high on the Eagles. I mean, man, they couldn't look any better than they've looked the first four weeks, huh? Guess what that number is at the Superbook right now, Chris? Philly, Arizona. Five and a half. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't it six? Six and a half? It's already down a point. Oh, Five and man. a half. I know, I know what Chris Duke's going to be on. Wow. Unbelievable. Um, let's run through some other ones. Uh, Seahawks, Lions, what do you do? So you have a team, two teams that played a 48-45. What do you do with either one of these teams next week? I, th I think this game had 1,000 yards combined. 555 for Seattle, 520 for Detroit. Seahawks did open five and a half also. Unbelievable. That's tough because the Saints battled hard. So uh, that's going to be interesting. I, um, it's going to be interesting to see what the public reacts to with how good uh, that – oh, it's unbelievable. The Seahawks just look like they 
could do anything against that Lions defense. Saints and um, Vikings both. Also, this is kind of a weird situation where they play in London and they do not get the bye the following week. So Minnesota's got to go play a division game against Chicago. That, I mean, they they could not find the end zone today <laughs> if their lives depended on it. They kick four field goals in in New York and lose to the Giants by eight. And then Minnesota has that nail biter. Um, they're going to play the Bears and they're going to lay a touchdown at home. Out coming off of London, I mean, both these teams are going to be sizable favorites between five and seven. The week after London with no buy, just keep watch out for that. Careful with that, folks. What about the Colts, Chris? The Colts drop another one. They lose at home to Tennessee. Now they're going to go on the road and play Thursday at Denver. Can you do you have to stay away from both of these teams? Battle of current state is the horses, the Colts, and the Broncos. Can you really feel good about either team? on a Thursday night with that extra variable. Again, you don't want to lay with the Broncos, but uh, yeah, what is it? It's probably going to be two slight, slight dog, uh, the Colts. Yeah. I mean, that's a Thursday night. You have to be real confident if you want to put the Thursday night in, you know, a contest or something like that. So it's probably got to be a stay away, huh, Matt? Yeah. I mean, People don't want to lay three with the Broncos. And we've seen that already this season. And uh, But how can you feel good about Matt Ryan and the Colts on the road in Denver on a short week? Seems like a less than ideal situation there. Panthers, complete stay away team right now. Oh, wait, you want to you shout out Baker, Matt Rule, that whole group over there in Carolina? What did, to say exactly Thanks, what Baker. you want to say, Chris. Thanks, Baker. Why don't you just let them... Uh... Tip more of your balls today, Baker. So are you completely staying away from Carolina? I mean, this team, between the turnovers, the the batted down passes. Yeah, unless they're getting, you know, a, a super inflated line or something like that over a touchdown or something like that. Yeah, it's something where you just, it seems like you just can't trust them. Any other ones stand out for you? big takeaways that you want to kind of be very mindful of going into next week? Um, I think you mentioned, yeah, beware of uh, the Jets with a big win on the road. Are they going to, um, last time we saw them with a big win like that, they they lost big to the, the Bengals. Um, the Patriots was pretty impressive, hanging tough with the Packers. Packers have been really unimpressive and I think they're going to lay what seven and a half is over a touchdown and, and uh, I don't know we'll see what that uh, looks like if the Giants are going to be a trendy dog with how how bad the Packers have looked these first few weeks well let's also keep an eye on the Giants quarterback situation uh, injuries there in the quarterback room we have seen QBs that are thrust into duty actually do okay ATS Shout out Cooper Rush, shout out Brian Hoyer and Zappy, Zappy Dappy Do for the Pats getting it done, ATS. So watch for the is Green Bay gonna really have an inflated line again against a backup quarterback? 
I know I will see a seven and a half I see right now. I wonder if it'll trickle back up to that eight, nine range like it was today um, against the, the Patriots with a backup quarterback. So, yeah, um, neutral site, long travel for the teams. Um, Giants D is, you know, pretty good. So uh, we'll see. We'll see if they can. Uh, and, yeah, Aaron Rodgers just hasn't been right. Uh, they're, they're squeaking out wins, so good for them. But. They sure don't look like the Packers of old. Falcons 4-0 against the spread now and 2-2 two and two overall. They are going to travel to Tampa. We'll see, now we'll see what happens in the second half of this Bucks game. Falcons are going to travel to Tampa and probably, probably be around a touchdown underdog. At some point, we're going to get to a, in a spot where you want to jump off of Atlanta, but is that spot when they're going to be catching a lot of points again, and they've shown how scrappy they can be. Yeah. Especially if, like you said, yeah, if, if Tampa comes back and wins this game, then uh, that might be a still an inflated line, but if they, you know, lose this by a couple scores, people might really like what they see with, with Atlanta. It's, I think it's, it's over a touchdown, huh? To start looks like eight and a half, something like that. Yeah, it'll, it'll be pretty high. Let's talk about this one and then get out of here and watch the second half of this game. Bills-Ravens, kind of a what-the-fuck game. Ravens up. Uh, God, what were they up? 20-3. to 20-3. 20-10 to 3, 20 to 3, 20 to 10 at halftime after the Bills get that late touchdown with 13 seconds left in the first half. And the Ravens get shut out in the second half. Uh, this is not the first time the Ravens have let a lead slip away in the second half. They did this a couple weeks ago at Miami. Uh, different game with that going back and forth, really high scoring. This one, they just completely get shut out. The Bills come back from down 17 and win. What do you do with either team? Bills clearly still have injuries and some issues. They they scored 23 here against a very injured Ravens team. Uh, the Bills were coming off a tough one last week. Bills are going to lay a ginormous number against, it looks like, Kenny Pickett and the Steelers next week. How do you feel about the Bills going into next week? How do you feel about the Ravens? Now we're going to host Cincy on Sunday night next week. That's going to be a great one. You love when the AFC North battles it out on Sunday night in the trenches. And, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to check and see uh, how big of a fave the Ravens are and the Bengals are feeling it, you know, Joe Burrow, you know, he wasn't batting an eye when he was 0 and 2 back to 2 and 2 and uh, he's feeling confident through those all those picks week 1, so that's not me. But uh it's going to be interesting. I, I I know Matt when we I think we last year we pointed out that rookie QBs catching more than a field goal are pretty decent in their first starts. Kenny came in today, so it's it, it's going to be his first start. Um, and it's going to be interesting to see if he can, you know, keep it close with an inflated line, at least for his first start, see if they can lose by, by seven or 10 depends on how, what's the line looking like right now for which one bills Steelers. Oh my God. I I'm seeing 14. Oh, wow. Yeah. 14 oh. in Buffalo. Steelers yeah. off the loss to the Jets. Yeah, uh, I, I, yeah. Tell me if you agree with me. I, I feel like maybe the public is going to be off of Baltimore. If that's if they're laying a field goal Sunday night to Cincinnati, 
who just came through for everybody on Thursday night. Yeah. Right, since he's back, right? They're two and two. Ravens are beat up. They're injured. They get shut out in the second half. I would not be shocked to see Baltimore as more as kind of kind of like this game tonight, like a contrarian favorite for where it ends up closing in a prime right. time spot. So watch out for those. Quick word on Monday night football, Chris. Ra- your Rams and the Niners tomorrow night. This this line has been at one and a half all week. That's one of those that hasn't hasn't moved. We saw a lot of line movement this week. This is was not one of them. It seems like they're just not hovering off. I don't know if they're getting a little split action or uh, or what, but uh, hoping that the Niners can play better than they did last Sunday in Denver, and hoping we can get a win. If we can't get our uh, Bucks to win tonight, we'll be one and three. We're going to need that for two and three to just to salvage a not a horrific week, but just a stay stay good in the contest so multiple dad's going to be counting on the niners tomorrow including both of us shout out joe and jared uh the dads the vanilla gorilla entry four and oh today and uh niners pending tomorrow looking for that five and oh so uh we will update everybody fully on the contest and, and what's going on and how everyone did in a few days probably be back on wednesday for the full preview of week five but thanks for listening to this one Chris and I are going to get back to the second half of Sunday night football. I think we may have fired some second half unders. Would you? What number did you get, Chris? 26? I, I did get 26, yeah. Okay. Let's get some field goals, and uh, let's, let's escape this one with a second half unge. Let's go, Daddy. Just remind everybody, Chris, what happens sometimes when you bet on poop? Like the Jags, you might go up 14-0 and end up not covering them. Whoops. <laughs>